I think that the librarians that are doing this work are really passionate. They get to use the creativity that they don't always get to use. They get to have this relationship with the community and they get to plan. They get to co-create, which I think is really fun. Welcome to FYI, the Public Libraries podcast. I'm Kathleen Hughes, Manager of Publications for the Public Library Association. Want to help the uninsured members of your community help enroll in health insurance? PLA's Libraries Connecting You to Coverage initiative has a wealth of health insurance resources that address common coverage questions, plus training materials for library staff, communication assets, and more. Your staff will be more confident and prepared to assist patrons with enrolling in health insurance during the Affordable Care Act's open enrollment period. Libraries Connecting You to Coverage. Become a champion of coverage at your library. Visit ala.org slash PLA for more information. That's ala.org slash PLA. Our guest today is Sarah Garbus, Service Manager, Community Embedded Library Service at Hennepin County Library in Minneapolis. Today we're going to talk about embedded librarianship. Specifically, we will be discussing the Community Embedded Library Service Initiative at the Hennepin County Library in Minneapolis. This initiative pairs librarians with community liaisons to shape library practices and extend programs and services for communities that experience the greatest barriers to library access. The collaborative staffing approach, librarians and local liaisons working together with community, draws on the expertise of each. Librarians bring program and service development skills as well as expertise navigating systems. Community liaisons have deep knowledge of a community, its people, culture, and language, as well as expertise in community engagement and development. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Um, To start, why don't you tell us a little bit about embedded librarianship? An embedded librarian in particular is someone who works really intentionally and kind of hyper-locally with a specific community. And so they are there for most of their uh, 40-hour work week working uh, directly in the community, and so not necessarily in a brick-and-mortar building, although they do do that as well. What is an example in your program? We have three community embedded library service projects. Um, We launched the first one in 2017, specifically working um, with the East African community in the Cedar Riverside neighborhood of Minneapolis. And um, we, our community embedded team there works out of a workforce center. Then we just launched this summer, we launched two more teams, one out of our Franklin Library in Minneapolis and one out of our Oxboro Library in Bloomington, Minnesota. The team that works in the Franklin location is in a library that has one of the largest and most tribally diverse uh, urban populations of Native Native Americans in the country. Our Oxboro Library team works with um, the Latino community, which has increased in Bloomington more than 20 times in the last few decades. We have a staffing model that has worked really, really well in embedded service, and that is that we have a librarian who brings programming and service development skills We pair that librarian with a community liaison who is somebody who has uh, deep knowledge of a community, its people, its culture, its language, uh, as well as experience in community engagement and development. And those pairs together, they both work in the communities. What would a typical day look like for a librarian who's embedded? You know, it involves a lot of relationship building and planning meetings. So they spend their day meeting in the community, participating in community life, we call it, working with partners in the community to co-create programs 
and services. Um, and the liaison's work is very similar. They kind of divide up their time based on their skills and expertise. The liaison may attend one meeting with a, a community partner that's focused on say, disparity reduction, and the librarian may attend a meeting with a community partner to develop a new service or program in the community. They develop events in partnership with the community, and so um, part of their day goes into um, hosting programs and events, doing the planning around that. Librarians do collection development. So in two of our locations, we have collection that the uh, librarians are actively working on and developing. For the librarians who are not in a bricks and mortar location, what does their day look like? Is it similar? They're just going from community organization to community organization or? We have one librarian uh, that's in the Cedar Riverside Opportunity Center, which is a workforce center. That's a partnership center where we have four main partners. The city of Minneapolis is a partner, Hennepin County Library, a workforce development nonprofit named uh, Emerge, and then Minneapolis College. When I say bricks and mortar, I guess what I mean is that she's not in a traditional library. She is in a building. Um, she does have office space there, as does the liaison that she works with. But there's no collection. There's no physical book collection. And so that particular uh, librarian, she's the lead um, planner for our teen tech squad. So we employ teens from the community to learn a curriculum, a STEAM, STEM curriculum, and then teach it to younger youth. She also plans any programs um, around community heritage and preservation. That's something we also offer in the center. She plans just different programming around um, jobs and careers, similar to what a librarian in a brick-and-mortar building would do, but wouldn't have the collection responsibilities or the circulation of materials, that kind of thing. How does the library identify embedment opportunities? or how are they selected? One of the ways that we did that was to look for other organizations uh, in the community, you know, that also were trying to reach these same communities. And so they also have goals that they're trying to, you know, reach. And so we aligned ourselves with specific initiatives um, that are already happening in the communities. That really helped us identify which communities to, to enter. How are you judging whether to continue with an embedment or? So we started in 2017, and then in 2018, last summer, we launched two others. The projects are partially grant-funded by LSTA and um, partially funded by the library's operating budget. And so we have been really intentional in, in moving a little bit slow just so that we can make sure we're building sustainability into this model. We have definitely been tracking our outcomes because we are reporting in for a grant. And so we've achieved all of those outcomes uh, in a very short time. Even though we haven't completed our first year in 2018, we've really been demonstrating success. You know, by tracking our outcomes, we're able to really build a good strategy going forward. And have the outcomes revealed any information for you to act on? Yeah, we're gathering data, some of it directly informing programs and services. We knew that community liaisons would be a really important piece of this work. We brought in community liaisons um, from the specific communities we wanted to work in. We really took the time in the beginning to build relationships and trust, and we are still doing that. That, that. that never goes away, but the first 
several months were really about building a relationship and then just learning from the community what they want from their local library and what their needs, hopes, desires for their community are. We're able to identify some opportunities where we could partner to host a program or an event to really get to know the community a little bit better. And any time that we plan a program or we plan an event, we contract with authors, performers, artists, or businesses that are from that community. That's just another great way to contribute to the vitality of the community, but then also, you know, build relationships and trust. You know, our first year, we really focused on that, building that community network, and then co-hosting some events and programs that we had heard early on would respond to community need. Between June and December of 2018, we had a total attendance of over 5,000 people at our events. Some events, you know, were, were smaller, like a book club, and some events were huge, like Indigenous Peoples Day, where we were talking with lots of community. I think one of the, one of the biggest things that I've learned personally I knew anecdotally like how important building trust and relationships would be, but you also you have to be ready to acknowledge uh, your organization's contributions to a painful past or history of a community. You have to be ready to have those conversations and you have to be ready to act. Uh, we needed to strengthen our connection to both the Native American and Latino communities, but in particular with the, like, the Native community, we needed to be in a position to assist in restoring community knowledge, customs, and practices that at one time or another had been suppressed or forbidden, often by an agency of the government like a library system. And so we have to be poised and ready to act and have those conversations. And so that's something that we're actively working on. The other thing, especially uh, with the Latino community that we're working with, they're largely immigrants. It's been really important to have a consistency of presence. We can't just swoop in and attend an event here and there right? We have to have a regular, consistent presence to build and sustain trust. Those are two really key takeaways that I would share. Are there any other small-scale or large-scale embedded librarian projects you know of? I often say, you know, if you want to start really small-scale, you start with identifying one community meeting or one community leader that you, that you want to meet with. Focus on a community that you really want to know something more about. You want to know about that specific community or you want to see them at a library event or you want to see them in the library building and start there. So the librarians who are actually doing the work, what are their thoughts? Like, how do they feel about being involved in this project? I think it's been pretty transformational for them. It's also given them a ton of autonomy and the ability to just bring their whole self to work. I have a colleague that has a concept called whole person librarianship. This really embodies the idea of bringing that whole person to work. Day-to-day work really allows you to be that whole person. Part of that is because there's this focus on the relationship. It's not transactional. I think that the librarians that are doing this work are really passionate they get to use the creativity that they don't always get to use. They get to have this relationship with the community, and they get to plan. They get to co-create, which I think is, is really fun. Did you have any uh, last thoughts you wanted to share? I would say that listening is a really important piece of this work. 
and to ask nothing except questions about the community and how to learn more about the community, you know, and then ask what the library can do to help. But I think that listening piece is really, that's where we learn the most. And then we can we can take that knowledge and go back and, and start thinking about where we fit into the puzzle. And then just building that relationship that focuses on trust and then participating in community life is, is really a key piece of the work as well. Thank you for all the great advice. It sounds like the possibilities for embedding librarians are immense. I see a, a strong future for it in librarianship. Our guest today was Sarah Garbus, Service Manager, Community Embedded Library Service at Henneman County Library. Thanks for listening. Visit publiclibrariesonline.org to check out all of our other podcast episodes. We've got nearly 40 to choose from.